Hi, my name is Jackie Randall, and you're listening to Your Art Matters, the conversation series where I bring to you the people who have influenced, inspired, guided, shared, and supported me along the path that has led me to this very moment. You'll be meeting my friends, classmates, teachers, professors, professional acquaintances, members of the creative community, and beyond. I wouldn't be who I am today without knowing them, and I just wanted to share their journeys in art with you. I hope you enjoy these conversations as much as I've had in having them. To quote Ayn Rand and One Tree Hill's Lucas Scott, the world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It is yours. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. On today's episode of Your Art Matters, we have Jen. Jen and I went to college, and we had, actually, I think our first core class together, color theory. Did we have that 8 a.m. class? Uh, yeah, I was usually, like, asleep, actually. Yeah. Like, weirdly enough. But I think we all were. But I think that was my first college class, like, ever. So that's... Yeah. 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 Oh, was Jason in our class? Yes. Yes, and I was in that class. And, um, so we had a lot of our core foundation classes together, and we became friends. Probably any conversation where it's someone I went to college with that isn't my major, we all had the same core classes. It's going to be the same, you know. Yeah, we all just kind of, like orbited around each other like yeah. we know everybody knows everybody yeah <laughs> so yeah so that was that and then we graduated and now four years later we're doing Here. this thing and hanging out and catching up and yeah so if you want to introduce yourself yeah sure <laughs> hi I'm Jen Consoli um I am an artist, printmaker, illustrator type person. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess that's the general overview. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we'll get into kind of everything else now. Yeah. So, um, how was art like introduced to you in your life? Faye talked about this on your previous podcast, but like when I was a kid, my parents, like I was always exposed to like creative things. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like for me, like, I don't know, I was just always drawing or like, when I was in middle school, I wrote a lot of, like, very sad poetry, like, did <laughs> creative stuff, I danced a lot, like, I always just was, like, very, like, typical creative child. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I just like to draw a lot, like, I used to just draw all the time. So, yeah, then I just eventually, that's the only thing I was really great at. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not really, that's, that sounds self-deprecating, but it was, like, the... <laughs> The that, big, my big, you know, my major, what am I trying to say? That's Talent? just what you like to do. Yeah. yeah it was, it was like, the thing that you could do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well do this. Yeah. Um, if you had any, like, artistic oh. influence, like, any family members or, like, you know, influential teachers that might have, like, helped in aiding you as a creative child thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, neither of my parents are artists. My dad's an architect, so... But I don't know if he would even really call himself creative. Mm -hmm. My mom's very crafty. Okay. And she's, like, just really fun. Yeah. So, um, she definitely, like, would always... We would do, like, crafts at home all the time. Yeah. But always teachers, like, always, like, middle school art teachers, like, elementary school art teachers. I feel like, in general, art teachers are very, like, warm, like, supportive, um influences at least for me I think that was probably because I expressed an extreme interest in these things but like any teacher I ever had was always like very um supportive and awesome I never had like a bad art teacher that was like mean and I hated yeah um but yeah so I never really had anybody in like my immediately in my immediate family who was like an artist Mm -hmm. but um you know just Probably a lot, probably a lot from, like, education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, were, but, like, your family was supportive of you, like, doing all creative Oh, things. Yeah. yeah. Like, my parents were, like, awesome with that. Like, I, especially in college, because, like, you know I've made some, like, really weird art. <laughs> so, and not, I don't even want to say weird art, but, like, very, like, I'm a, I'm a female. I'm, I, like, as soon as I learned about, like, feminist 
anything like I just made a lot of like lady art like your typical college lady art mm -hmm. and I feel like that's like a thing a lot of people work through until they get to like you know mm -hmm. they're wherever they're going with yeah. that but yes yeah, so I made a lot of weird things my parents were always supportive like always supportive of that but even like when I was younger um like I remember when I was like trying to pick a major for college and I was just like a teenager that was like surly and sad and was like what am I gonna do with my life and I remember being like I'll be a fashion designer because I felt like for some weird reason they wanted to like me to pick like a pragmatic thing like graphic design or like design like this is a job title and then eventually I was like looking at all these fashion design schools and I remember being really discouraged because it just didn't feel right and my mom was the one who was like why don't you just go to school for fine art? And, like, she always was very much, like, and my and my dad, too, was very much, like, it's not an easy thing. Like, everybody always says, like, it's not easy, but you just have to work really hard. And, like, if you're willing to do that, like, of course we support, support you. you. They never had any, they, they never had a negative, like, um, thing like, to say about me being an artist. Like, any of yeah. the, that, like, typical. That, like, that, the typical, like, yeah. oh, like, you're going to art school, or, like, you should pick more of a pragmatic Yeah, yeah. Like, thing. what are you going to do they, with like, that? Like, they found, like, they found value in going to fine art yes, school. Which absolutely. is, like, an awesome, like, turn. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, too, like, I think my, like, I remember having a conversation with my mom once, too, like, well, what do people who major in math do? Like, math isn't a job title. You need to find, like, something to do. So it's, like, obviously it's not the same thing. Yeah. But it's similar in that, like, you know, if you're passionate about a subject and you, like, love that thing, then you'll find a way to... To do it. Yeah, to do it. Yeah. So they were always awesome with that. Yeah. And, yeah, and like I said, they always, like... I always, like, did dance and, like, theater things. I was super, super into band when I was, like, in high school. I was did, in marching band. What did you play? Um, well, in concert band, I played the French horn. Okay. And then in marching band, I played the mellophone, which is, like, a big trumpet. But it's not, like, a big trumpet. It's, like, um, it's a big horn. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a trumpet, but it's really big. And it's awesome. Like, yeah. anybody who's into, like, drum corps and marching band and stuff will be like, yeah, the mellophone rules. Yeah. So, yeah. I did that, and, and that, too, was, like, a thing. I wasn't doing band, um, before high school, really, in, like, freshman year of high school. I decided I was gonna take band, uh -huh. which, like, is crazy, because everybody else who's been in band has been in it for, like, since the fourth grade. So, I came in the first day, and the instructor was like, what do you play? And I was like, I don't play anything like, yeah I played guitar but like I don't play like a concert band instrument and then he was like okay well we need horns do you want to play the French horn and I just said sure and then I took like private lessons and like learned on my own mm -hmm. and then eventually I got in like honors band and it was awesome and so I was really into like all that creative stuff yeah so, yeah 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 at what point did you know aside from your mom telling you to go for fine art like that you wanted to like pursue art as your like life path Oh, I don't know. Um, probably sometime in high school. Um, you know, like, there's that point when you're, like, looking at colleges and you, like, go to portfolio reviews and mm -hmm. stuff. And you... Which is, like, really nerve-wracking for, like, a 17-year-old kid to, like, bring drawings they made in class and stuff. Because most... I mean, most kids who go for, like, portfolio reviews have only... They only really have their, like, class projects. Yeah. It's not like all these other kids were, like, painting murals outside of school. Yeah. Some people were, but we hate them. <laughs> but, Overachievers. Um, yeah. That was not me. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there were a couple things I did do to add to my portfolio because I was like, I don't... I feel like there was some point, like, when I was going, like, on college visits or, or portfolio reviews when I would, like, see these, like, big studios. Like, that was really the cool thing for me is like when we would you know because you're so really confused when you're like trying to pick colleges and like figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life mm -hmm. which is like just really bizarre that like a 17 year old gets to pick what they want to yeah you have all of this weight on your shoulders to yeah. navigate one way yeah like you could you just learn how to drive a vehicle like how <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to <laughs> decide the rest of your life right now yeah exactly so I think like that was kind of really reaffirming when we went to like see places and I'd be like wow look at this beautiful painting studio like and, like, these people who are, like, adults, even though they're not really, like, just full-fledged adults. We're never adults. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, these, like, you know, grown-up college people, like, painting in their studios and, like, printing and, 
and doing things I had no idea how to do. And that was, like, really inspiring to mm -hmm. see. Because, like, I'm going to... There's this idea that I'm going to go from drawing, like, a charcoal drawing of, like, a shoe to being able to know how to, like, make something out of wood. Like, there's something really exciting about that. Yeah. And, like, not knowing anything about how to do that, but knowing that that's going to be where you're at by the time you leave, like, mm -hmm. in four years or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like... Yeah, just when I started to explore that stuff, mm -hmm. um, then I was just like, yeah, I totally, I totally want to do this. And then I became, like, very serious about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What made you, like, decide on Rowan? Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> um, because I was very sassy, and um, I... I don't want to say I was very sassy, but when I was picking schools, I didn't pick any art schools. Partially because... I'm not sure exactly, but maybe I felt like I wasn't good enough to get into art school. I didn't really like the idea of art school. Like, even when I was, like, 18, I was like, that seems very pretentious. Um, I, I literally was the same way. Yeah, I was like, that seems... I don't know. Not to judge anybody who goes to art school. I work in an art school, yeah. so I don't really think that. But when I'm 18 years old, I'm like, I don't want to go to art school. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So I looked at, like, a bunch... And plus, like, I did kind of want to stay in state. I didn't want to be, like, too far from home or anything. Um, but I applied... I had my heart set on SUNY Purchase. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to go to Purchase. I don't know why, but, like, my heart was telling me, like, that's where I was supposed to be. And then I didn't get into Purchase. And the whole world came crumbling down. <laughs> um, but I got into Rowan. And then I went to go look. And, and, th and there was, like, this other thing that happened. Then when I went to go do my portfolio review, which at Rowan was very um, thorough. They, yeah. like, sit down. You spread out all your stuff. And you have a conversation about it. With some chat, which sometimes for those things is not the case. They just, mm -hmm. like... Look, look at, at your it, stuff and, and you go home. Yeah. And I remember them asking a lot of questions and um, it was very personal and I just, that felt right to me. Like what I thought I wanted from Purchase, what I thought like was supposed to happen at Purchase actually happened when I went for my interview and stuff at Rowan. Yeah. So that just, and it just kind of felt like the stars like aligned. Like, yeah. okay, I didn't get into that school and I was trying to tell myself like there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then I just, yeah, I went there. Which turned out to be like the best The best thing ever. Because I loved it there. Yeah. I'm sure you did too. Yeah. 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 It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what was your major, um, going there? My major was studio art, mm -hmm. um, but I guess... What did you I, focus on? Yeah, my studio focus was printmaking and photography. Mm -hmm. and did you know Did you know that, like, going into it? Or did you kind of, like, you dabbled and then you found? Yeah, I dabbled a lot. I dabbled with sculpture for, like, a couple semesters, making, like, very strange installations. Mm -hmm. I remember one time we destroyed a TV. <laughs> yes, I destroyed a TV, which, like, I don't know what I breathed in when I was, like, I know, that. I like, know. I probably should have done that. It was awful looking It was inside. terrible. Why did I even, do, what was even in there? I don't even remember. I don't know. Like, weird dolls. Weird dolls. Yeah. Which I, like, hate dolls. So, like, why was I making, I don't know, yeah. bad, but, like, that's the thing. That's what's great about going to college is that you do a lot of stuff that's, like, terrible, mm -hmm. Experimental. <laughs> Experimental. Get it out of your system. Never make that again. Yes. Um, so I did sculpture for a long time. And then I decided I didn't really know how to, like, do it very well. I didn't feel like I had a good handle on, the like, the medium in order for me to, like, execute my ideas. So then I went back to, like, well, what am I good at? Like, what? I So I was, like, I'm great at drawing. So um, I tried printmaking. And I loved printmaking. Mm -hmm. So, um... That just felt really right to me. And I just really worked hard at that. That was the thing I think, like, even though I took electives in other classes, I worked the hardest at printmaking to get to be the best at that for myself. Mm -hmm. So, and then I felt, because I felt the most comfortable in that, that just seemed like the natural choice for me to execute everything. And then for some reason, photo also, I was, like, very, very bad at at first. And then after working through it for a while, I started to, like, have a niche Mm -hmm. So that kind of just happened too, but yeah. that's what is nice about like trying lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I never. There were always things I wanted to try that I never got to try, which now I'm like trying in my like adult life. Yeah, like, so it's fun. Like I'd still, I still don't know how to throw a pot. I'd love to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like with like with your 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 drawing and the printmaking, you your can be expressive that way, and then like your photography was so like experimental yeah. in some certain in some situations like jarring not in like not <laughs> yeah. in like a bad way but it was like that you when you found like kind of feminism and like f 
like what you wanted to portray. Oh and yeah, all of that, and like at the same time, you were like kind of exploring yourself. Oh yeah, too. which I think was like the best part of that for me was like that I was trying to find. Everybody's always trying to find their voice, like as an artist mm-hmm. in college. And that photo was, like, the easiest way for me to achieve that. Yeah. And that only helped my printmaking, like, as far as, like, creating narratives for imagery and, like, what am I trying to say and, like, who am I and is this mm-hmm. about me or is this about something else or whatever. Um, and then also, like, I think that interest in sculpture was carried through into, like, my photo work because I was doing, like, kind of, like, installation, like, portrait-y type things mm-hmm. where I was pulling from stuff I was doing in, like, weird performance art or, mm-hmm. like, installations and then just making it, like, a photo. Yeah. Which I think was, like, what I was trying to do in sculpture, but it translated better yeah. as, like, a photograph. Yeah. Which is, like, again, the fun part of exploring things. Right. Like, things dif- work in different environments, and you find things that you like, and you just figure out how they stick the best. Right. Yeah. 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 So, kind of what were your subject? you know, like, kind of the style that you liked doing or portraying or... They don't understand what feminism, like, or not, <laughs> yeah. not, not what feminism, that's a whole no, other yeah, question, but, but, what we're, but, like, the subject matter. Yeah. Oh, I'm, like, blanket statement, like, being, like, oh, I made, like, college feminist art, just uh-huh. because, like, me saying that, I made, a, like, a lot of, like, work about, like, well, because I was, I took art history, I yeah. was an art history minor, mm-hmm. just like you, and I uh, took this, like, I forget what the course was called but it was like the first wave of feminism with okay. artists of the yeah. feminist movement maybe that's what it was called Did, was that was, with Hoddle? yeah mm-hmm. which he was like a huge influence on like my work too yeah. because um I just learned all of this like very specific information about like what artists were doing at that time so yeah so I was like looking at all of these artists from like the 70s and drawing from that and then drawing from my own personal experience and so I was making a lot of work about like um, the female, like, ident- like, identity issues, also about, like, menstruation, and, like, very, like, female, oh, like, the idea of, like, motherhood, and the opposite of the sexes, too, I started getting into, like, using a lot of, like, male imagery, too, mm-hmm. as, like, a counterpart for that, and, like, what is it to be male versus female, and, um, and so, like, obviously, very, because these, a lot of these subjects were, like, extremely new to me. Like, it was, like, baby feminist art. Yeah. Know? So it was, like, very much... I Like, even now that I work at a college, I see a lot of the same things, like, I was doing. And I'm sure, like, lots of other people do them. Yeah. Like, um, like the students that I'm around, like, do very similar mm-hmm. work. Which is awesome. Because I feel like you're, you're getting... You're trying to find, like, where that fits into what you are saying, like, as an individual. Yeah. And, like, have it be unique to you. Um, and yeah, so then I started doing all this baby feminist work and then getting more into like, I was pulling from all of my like love for art history in general. And I was pulling from a lot of like religious artwork and Mm -hmm. relating the body, um, to like, uh, mother and child paintings and altar pieces Mm -hmm. and a lot of that stuff. And now I'm like very much I don't want to say I'm far away from that because yeah. a lot of the themes of that that work are still very present in what I do, but they've evolved, they've matured, yeah. they've become their yeah. own thing, and now my work visually is like completely I like very very different yeah. from what I was making. But having um, that like foundation, yeah, 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 especially just as far as like thematic yeah. stuff, my work is very much still there. Mm-hmm. But visually, it's very different. And that's much more light and, like, fun. And Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. It's, it's interesting not to, like, cut you off, but, like, I feel like that was the first... I think, in, in especially in art school, you're exposed to so many, like, new things. Yeah. And I think it was, like, those photography classes where you really got to see, like, into, you know, into different things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I didn't, I didn't, I don't even know if I had really seen anything, anything strongly feminism. I don't even know if I knew what that was or even just not feminism, but like just the way that you displayed things Mm -hmm. and that, and now you, you see it like more, especially in the current realm of times of things. Yeah, exactly. But, um, it is cool to see how the pieces kind of pull together from the art history, you know, like how your classes and how, what you're experiencing yourself, everything just comes together. Yeah. 
And, like, that's why I say, like, it was baby feminism. Because there's nothing really unique about, like, what I was doing, per se. But it was so new to me. Like, it was so... I'd never thought I was going to have this imagery in my work. Or yeah. Or, like, these thematic things. Yeah. Or whatever. And, um... Yeah, so it's really, it was, like, exciting for me, especially to find something that I was very interested in and, and like, um, that I was interested in talking about. Yeah, and you were able to, like, like relay that message across different mediums with your printmaking and your photography right. and everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So now, I guess, coming out of all of that, kind of approaching graduation and, like, the anxiety-induced, like, deadline of graduation... How, like, how is kind of getting into, like, the work field, workforce for you? That was weird. Um, I had, like, I was very much, I'm still very much a planner. And I tried to, like, control as much as possible. Um, so, like, up until graduation, I had this spreadsheet that I was working on. It's going to sound crazy. But I've shared this information with a lot of people where, like, for months before graduation, I would do, like, lots of research, especially after I finished my thesis and I just had kind of, I don't want to say downtime, but I had yeah. regular schoolwork and then I would just research printmaking organizations, galleries, museums, um, artists that I was passionate about, and I made this spreadsheet and there were, like, columns for everything, like, do they teach classes, do they... Uh, have exhibitions like do they have special programs residencies whatever and then like would this be somewhere I'd want to work mm -hmm. and I made like this huge list of like 50 or 60 places mm -hmm. and um I was just trying to like come up with options for myself or yeah. like to start thinking like what am I gonna do because that was a very scary still very scary question yeah and then I started just cold emailing all of these places mm -hmm. which a lot of people say you should not do but I think you should yeah I as someone who did it I would say you should absolutely do this yeah it worked for me <laughs> I even think like putting a spreadsheet of things together is a lot more like than like some people wait till graduation to start and right. other people like I think it's smart especially yeah wanting to reach out to what you want to do mm -hmm. and that was like the thing like I was just trying to come up with a plan like, yeah some kind of some plan yeah <laughs> and the plan was just try and talk to anybody who'd listen so I sent this like very well-crafted email where I was like hi my name is Jen I'm a recent graduate blah 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 and I said what I did and I was open to any opportunity I didn't want to say I wanted a job I would do anything because yeah. I was in a position where I should probably take anything I can get, even mm -hmm. if it's volunteering for an event or doing a little bit of stuff for free, which, of course, you don't really want to do, but I was willing to maybe You're, like, do. kind of scrappy and, like, just give me work. Yeah, give me work, and maybe that'll lead to work with money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I emailed um, a bunch of organizations. A bunch of people didn't answer, obviously, which was fine. I didn't expect them to. You, because... you still put yourself out there, whether right. or not they, like, received it or not. Right. Yeah. I... Uh, messaged artists, some of which got back to me, and they were like, unfortunately, I don't really need any help with anything, like, they have interns, or they have assistants, or whatever, but would, um, say, like, in the future, if I do, like, I'll reach out to you, and some of them, like, one woman in particular, she, like, followed me on Twitter, and, like, Instagram, and, like, it just made the connection, which actually made me feel really good, because I'm like, wow, this person is not, like, turned away by, like, what I'm trying to yeah, do, so that's just, a good yeah, sign. Yeah. And I could probably say, oh, hi, like, if I met them at a thing, I could say, oh, I reached By out the to way, you a couple months ago. By the way, I am so-and-so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, eventually, I got an email back from the Printmaking Center of New Jersey, and, like, the stars had weirdly aligned, and they needed a studio manager at the time. And I was like, whoa. So I went there, showed them my portfolio, had a really great conversation with women who ran the organization. And then it was like magic. Yeah. And then I was like the studio manager there, which was like a huge learning experience. Yeah. And was awesome. And how soon after graduation was that? That was like two months after graduating. Okay. So, which was also scary because yeah. I was like, all my experiences in a school shop and I've never worked in like a real print shop yeah. and now I am. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I worked there um and it was really special. Like I learned a like an exorbitant amount of information. Mm -hmm. Um 
like all kinds of stuff. Like I just, I started writing it down at the time too. I would write like things I've learned. That's smart. In like a notebook because then later when I was feeling very discouraged, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't this know is, how to do that. Yeah, I'll like do. I've actually come this far. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you, yeah. Because sometimes you can get into that, like I'm not doing it, you know, yeah, I don't know exactly. what I'm doing. And it does feel discouraging when you're like constantly making, well, I don't want to say I really made like a lot of mistakes but like you don't really feel like you know what you're doing like yeah oh it takes a while for you to settle in and be like i I feel like i'm still i'm playing a game i'm not actually a a working adult i'm playing let's go to work (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) at some point that wears off like there would be issues at like work where like i'd have to or like i'd forget certain things like it was the first time i'd have I had, like, a real administrative job. I forget, like, to order something and there would be a class. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I this is my fault. Like, this is because I did something wrong. Yeah. And then I would, like, beat myself up about it. And then I'm like, Jen, you will never do that again. Yeah. Also, like... We're human. It has to happen. Like, that mistake had to happen. Yeah, to, like, let you know, like... Yeah. Also, nothing... The world is still intact. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, come on. I yeah. forgot to order a piece of glass. Give myself a break. <laughs> yeah. So, like, stuff like that. And then... You know, there's stuff I'd have issues with, like, a sink or, like, things, like, I'd never encountered before. Issues printing certain things or, like, materials I'd used before it required me to do a lot of research or, um, like, fake it till I make it sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh, yeah, of course I've done that. I haven't done that ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> I read a book <laughs> and then I tried it and yeah. then I failed and then I learned. So, it was a lot of that. And it was really, really awesome, though, because I worked with, like, a lot of really special people at that organization. And, like, even now we're still very friendly and Mm -hmm. everybody's, like, super supportive and awesome. And just that was what was really great about it for me that I took away from that. But it was, like, it's a really hard spot right after graduating. Those first couple years are, like, very discouraging. Yeah. um, Because you're working a lot. And you're not really used to that. And you're, I was not making my own artwork, like, at all. And I felt like I was supposed to be. Yeah, because that's, that's how you feel. Like, you feel like you want to start doing your thing. But mm-hmm. then you got to put, you know, yeah. the work and the time in. Right. And that's, yeah, coming out of undergrad, like, you're so used to curating all of your, you know, you're so creative in everything you do. And then you just become a different kind of creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's hard. Like, you have to try and learn how to navigate um, all of the new things in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, um, how do I, like, get everything I'm supposed to get done, done? And also have time for me to, like, do stuff and relax. And I don't know. Like, it was very depressing a lot of the time. Like, I think I was really depressed and anxious, like for a large majority of that time because I just had these different expectations for myself and what was actually happening. Yeah. Um, Not that I wasn't enjoying my job, but also, like, I just thought I was going to be an artist. Yeah. (laughs) And I wasn't. Or at least I didn't feel like I was. Yeah, it's like you you are, like, working and all of that, but, yeah, it's not what you thought. Yeah. and And I think we're in such... The culture where it's like if it doesn't happen right now, like we're done. Like I should just give up and like move somewhere. Yeah, and totally. start a different life. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't do this. I should try. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, it's just sticking through it and learning and and absorbing as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like I'm only now at this point where I'm like I'm figuring it out. Like, yeah. I feel like over the past year I've like I figured something out. Like yeah. <laughs> I am able to like have because I think I resented making stuff at the end of the day quite frankly like I would come home from work and I would be like I don't want to make another thing I've been making things for other people all day or I've been watching other people make things like I want to watch tv or like read a book Mm -hmm. and I I don't know I didn't really want to even do it like I felt very like angry yeah like at the thought of even like doing creative stuff so mm-hmm. I'm at this point now where I'm like those they're two different things in my brain like mm-hmm. I go to work and I do my work stuff and then I go home and I have my own personal practice mm-hmm. and they're very separate to me yeah so so how did um so you're not at the other yeah I'm now. not there anymore so now where are you now and it was that I guess a year ago that or? was oh my god how long was that ago uh well I've been 
I'm at Parsons now. Uh-huh. And I have been there for, like, a little over two and a half years, I think. Pushing on three. Somewhere. Okay, so you weren't at the other place yeah. for very long. I was only there for about a year. Okay. But it was, like, the jump start I really needed. Yeah. Where, like, I learned so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. It was, like, crash course in real-time printmaking. Mm-hmm. Not, like, school printmaking. Yeah. And then, um... Yeah, I got this position at Parsons, which is also a lot of learning. And what is Parsons for? Um, it's a, there's, uh, the new school, Parsons the New School, is a university in New York. Um, they specialize in design and a lot of, like, you know, creative type of studies. Mm-hmm. They also have, like, a lot of liberal arts um, type of degrees as well. Mm-hmm. But um, they're big, uh, you know, like... What they're known for? What they're known for is design and fashion okay. and things like that. So... Mm-hmm. I'm there now, and I um, assist in their printmaking um, facilities, um, and so I work a lot with, like, students and making their facilities extra nice and special. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's good. But, yeah, like I said, I feel like there it's good to have that separation of, like, I go to work, and I do my work, and then I come home, and I do my other work, mm-hmm. and it's all... It's the same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm constantly sur- surrounded by creative things that are inspiring, but I need to keep them separate. Otherwise, I'll start to, like, feel angry or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, kind of on that that note, um, what are some, like, methods of self-care to keep, like, you and your art and, like, your momentum, like, going? I guess, like, things that you do for yourself. Um, I really like to work out now, which, like, in college I never did. Probably even before that I really didn't do. Yeah. And after college I didn't do either. Like, over the past year I really got into, like, working out. Um, just because I wanted to live, like, a healthier lifestyle. And, like, um, over the past year, like I said, I've started to, like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like, I've tried, I've figured out, like, my time management and, like, how do I, like, cook food and also go to the gym and, like, pay my bills and go to work and still draw and, like, do things and see humans. (laughs) So, like, I've really, that was, like, a big thing for me. It was, like, starting to work out and, like, take at least an hour to myself every day to be, like, I appreciate you, body. (laughs) I cannot abuse you and work you into the ground. Which is very much an artist thing. Yes, which I was doing. Like, I would, like you know, especially in college, like, I would eat Taco Bell, like, every day, and, like, stay up until, like, three in the morning drawing and, like, printing stuff, Mm -hmm. which is, like, not a great life for you to live. (laughs) I mean, but it happens. But it happens. Still happening. So, I just decided I would take a step back and be like, okay, Jen, move around a little bit. So, then I got really into, like, weight training, Mm -hmm. and now I'm, like, crazy into CrossFit. Like, I'm really into it. And I don't care if anybody judges me on that. No. Because I'm definitely not, like, your... I don't know if people really, like, know that. Like, I like to keep it a secret. Like, I'm a secret, like, CrossFitter. Yeah. Like, not... It's not a secret, let me tell you, because I tell everybody. Yeah. But, like, people don't suspect it, because I'm a very petite, like, lady. (laughs) I'm But I can also lift heavy things. (laughs) Move out of my life. Fairly heavy. (laughs) Yeah, I, like... Um, I'm, I've only just started, like, a couple months ago, but I totally drank the Kool-Aid, and I'm, like, really into it. Also, like, Gavin, my boyfriend, got me really into, um, cycling over the past year, and, like, I love riding my bike. We should go ride bikes sometimes. Yay! Oh, my God, that's so, oh, my God, that's so cute. Yeah, I super love riding my bike. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I hope I still love it, because, like, I was loving it over the summer, and then I got into strength training. Strength training is so much less, like, awful pain, like, cardio, like, biking. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I hope I still love cycling. I think I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but I'm excited for it to get warm so I can ride my bike again. Yeah. And just, like, taking some time to, like, not do anything. Like, I like to watch a movie. And, mm-hmm. like, I love listening to podcasts. Yeah. And, yeah, like, to do nothing. Sometimes you need to do nothing. Yeah, you really do. Like, it's yeah. just, that's that's giving yourself time to, like not fill in space, like, fill in time with things. Right. Like, oh, I've got three hours, what can I do to make myself crazy? Yeah, don't you feel like, too, like, when you, if you go, go, go all the time, like, you just start to, there's a point where, like, you hit a wall. Oh. Like, you, I've, it's I've, not I'm very good friends with that wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? 
<laughs> we all do it. Like even even like now, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to take some time to do nothing. Like in a week, I'll be like, ah, I'm I'm doing too much. Again. Yeah, I I messed up again. Yeah, but yeah, so that's important. I think that's a that's a learning process too. Going from the yes, 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 yes to yes. like nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, that is so true. Just being like, sometimes you have to be like, I'm no, no, I'm not going to do that thing. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you feel obligated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better for you to like have self-preservation and be like, I have to choose. I have to be selective about yeah. like about all things, like whether it's like creative projects or like hanging out with people mm-hmm. or like where you spend your time. Yeah. Especially where you spend your time. Like if it's not worth it for you to like. I don't know if it's not fulfilling for you to like see that person or like do that thing and like later you're like oh or spend that money or... yes yeah, anything like that like you need to just be like I know no yeah but I, I feel and I feel like growing like being in like your early 20s you do feel like this social pressure to be the person that's all at all of the things yeah and, you want to do everything yeah and you and sometimes you want to like project a presence in some you know in some ways mm-hmm. um and that's, you know, not even specific to, specific to us, but, like, just our generation. And right. Yeah, it's 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 really just being selective and choosy. And, mm-hmm. I, and it's crazy to think that, like, we actually have to, like, contemplate that. It's not, like... Yeah, we have uh, to think about it. <laughs> we have to be like, wait, so we do have a choice. Yeah. We do have power. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was, like, kind of what I was, like, thinking earlier was, like, we take a lot for granted being like oh like especially I step back sometimes and I'm like I'm really lucky to be like oh I have so much going on in my life how am I gonna select all the things I have to get done like I'm really lucky to like be like I have all these wonderful things like I have like I love like working on my health and I have like these amazing creative projects and I have an amazing job and amazing friends and boyfriend and I have all these choices and things like that's like sometimes you feel overwhelmed by them but you have to step back and be like I I have all these things yeah Yeah. and like that's awesome Mm -hmm. and yeah you have to like appreciate them sometimes instead of being like oh woe is me because it's yeah it's like like, not like that at all yeah 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 and like yeah yeah we're lucky like that episode of Master of None. <laughs> yeah. We're like... We were just talking about yeah. it. We're like... Aziz Ansari is like talking to his parents and his parents are basically saying it's like a privilege for him to be... It's a, a luxury. Yeah, to luxury. Ha- to have... To be bored. Yeah. To have because, like entertainment in our, or have things. Mm-hmm. Like... I think wasn't it a guitar or something? Like he really oh, wanted yeah, a guitar. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like previous generations, like they just worked. Yes. Like my parents worked hard. Like, all, I mean, all of our stuff. Yeah. But, like, you know, especially to be like, we're so lucky. Like, we're really lucky. Yeah. So, so. gotta check yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to. Yeah. It. Yeah. So, um, along this whole journey, like, kind of, like, I mean, I know you talked about, like, how supportive, like, your parents are, like, in, like, this art- artistic, like, realm, but, like, now... Um, at least over the last few years, like, your support system in, like, your boyfriend and, like, friends now as you're figuring things out, like, how has that been, like, in having, like, you know, support in your life? Yeah, that has been really important. I think, like, everybody needs, like, people who are, like, encouraging around them. Otherwise, you just start to, like, you know, beat yourself up about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, my boyfriend has always, like, any time I've ever expressed an interest in anything has always been, like, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, whether it was, like, I had a brief stint in grad school, and he was, like, you have to do that. And then I decided, actually, I don't really want to do that. And he's, like, great, then you should stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just always, like, if that's something you want, then you should, like, then you should get it. Like, get it for yourself. Yeah. Um, like, same thing with, like, CrossFit and, like, going to the gym and, like, I, you know, I wanted to do all these things and, like, I always ask him, like, is this a bad idea? Like, because sometimes I have self-doubt and Mm then I just, like, and I signed up with a partner for, like, a competition in a couple months and it freaks me out and he is just like, you have to do that. It's, Uh like, not even a question. You should do that because you're going to work hard for something and then achieve something and that's going to be amazing. So, like, why is that a question? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. thanks yeah. like same thing with like I don't know I was like think anytime I think about anything his answer is always like yes he's a very yes person yeah but also but he's, he's a also, very like 
he also like rationalizes it and is yes. like explains the benefits. Right. And um so that's been like awesome and I'm glad that I have a relationship with someone who knows like that those things are very important to me. Yeah. Um and like you were saying off the air um <laughs> how like you guys will schedule time like you'll like be like all right we have three hours let's go do some work right like we have we like to be we have time where we're separate but together mm-hmm. we're like he has like we're in my living room right now so like he's got his desk there and I have my desk here and we work but we're together yeah at the same time yeah so like I know for him it's important that he works on stuff and he knows for me it's important that I work on my own things so I'm always, like, illustrating or, like, doing stuff for my business things or whatever. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, he's, like, working on stuff for his pursuits and all that. So it's really nice to, like, say, like, we'll wake up on Saturday and be like, okay. So today we've got to, like, do these things and, like, go see my parents and, like, see some friends and grocery shop. But for, like, three hours today, we, like, have to do some work. And we're very committed to that and we, like, respect that each other has that time. And I'm, like, super, super thankful that we have yeah that it's amazing yeah I feel like being self-motivated is so hard sometimes oh yeah like and and just having like someone else that like respects and will like you have each other as accountability yeah. and like it's also like you want to better each other and you're while bettering yourselves like mm-hmm. individually so yeah yeah definitely because like you want that other person to make you the best version of yourself or to help you be the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. so if they're like "Mm, i need you to constantly be around me and like spend time with me yeah and like well we need that like well we need to like eat dinner together and like have a movie or like you know whatever like do stuff together it's also important that we are like not talking yeah (laughs) like and doing stuff that makes us excited and it's funny because like after that time of like being very focused on individual activities we come out of it feeling very exhilarated and I'm like oh my gosh you have to see this drawing I've been working on and then he's all excited and then he's like look at all the things I did and I'm like wow we're so awesome (laughs) high five (laughs) yes and we jump up in the air and high five yeah (laughs) it's very much like that so Yeah. yeah. yeah yeah like even now like I was like you know, this weekend, he so he's at work doing work things, and he was it was important to him that he gets something done today, and I was like, well, that's fine, I have a thing with Jackie today, I'm also doing important creative projects, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's good, we like to have that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then also, like, just other, um, like, we're off the record again, off the air again, <laughs> we were talking about, like, internet friends, like, I have a lot of, like, weird friends, and not weird friends, but, like, yeah, I was gonna get friends I met through Instagram. And that's, like, really fun and special. Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of, like, people that I haven't necessarily met in real life, but, like, I Skype with them or, like, I text them about, like, special things. Yeah. And, like... Bouncing various things off. Yeah. And that's, like, really cool to me. Like, um, I don't know. I didn't think I would have that. No. and But it's it's very much, like we were saying earlier, like, the internet has just paved so many paths. And that's kind yeah. of, like, the, kind of the next topic... Um, uh, bringing into social media, like, you know, as far as, like, art and everything, but, you know, first starting, starting off with, like, a relationship, like, yeah, you know, making friends and connections, like, even going back to, like, cold emailing people when you got out of college, just, yeah. like, making those connections and... For sure. And go back into... Yeah. I cut you off. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm rambling. You need to cut me off. Um, uh, yeah, like, I have different people I, like... DM on Instagram based on different things. I don't yeah. know, like, just because I know their interests and, like, we know each other's interests. So, we'll, I have, like, some friends I talk to about, like, gym things and then some friends I talk to about creative projects. Some friends I talk to about both and we share that kind of, like, weird similarity. And, like, yeah. Um, you know, like, it's kind of nice to have these people that are, like, in my life but they're not necessarily, like, they're, like, pen pals almost. Yeah. Um... And it's kind of fun, because I feel very connected to people, like, all over the place. Yeah. But also, um, very present. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because, so, like, you don't have to, like, not nothing to say about anything against, like, our real life friends, but, like, yeah, yeah. you don't have to see them, you know, like, you mm-hmm. might see them, like, three years from now when you finally have a chance to meet up. I know, it's hard, right? But, like, you still have that connection, mm-hmm. and, like, there is the opportunity, like, I have internet friends where I'm like, oh my god, you're going to be in, like, geographically near me, let's become friends, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, and, and, and it just happens that way, and uh-huh. it's good to, like, have that, because you don't, you never know where 
so, something like that's gonna like transpire like or right yeah and like friends from the internet contacted me about like doing a creative project with them and like I don't know you don't you don't it's just kind of awesome like mm-hmm. especially Instagram maybe it's just because I'm very like I'll very much on into, Instagram a yeah. lot but Instagram is like a major tool like mm-hmm. in in a very like professional way but also in kind of like being feeling connected and mm-hmm. um talking to people away especially now like they have the Instagram stories yeah it's funny um sometimes I feel like I know people I don't know at all because I see everything about yeah. them which I think is like great sometimes but also dangerous like if there's too much like you and I were talking before about like sometimes you need a break like you need to not look at yeah. the internet like <laughs> yeah. at all take yeah. some time away and also like maintaining some level of like you know privacy like even on, an, on a public stance like you can't be like too open about like what you're showing to people. Right, yeah. Whether it's, like, work you're doing or where you, like, geographically are. Yeah, like, you know? stranger danger. Yes. <laughs> you need to reel it in. Stranger danger. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it is a good way to connect. So, like, so for your art, kind of, how do you use social media? Um, I use it as, like, obviously, I'm, like, a marketing tool for myself sometimes. Not so much on, like, my personal page. Right now I'm, like, doing this big dream project of mine where I'm, like, kind of starting my own design business, I yeah. guess. I never really know what to call it. Every time I say business, it makes me feel like, oh, yeah. I'm in a Yeah. <laughs> I like how you just went in the same <laughs> yeah. tone. The same voice, same face. <laughs> like, I'm not a business person, but, um, but that's, I guess, what you would call it. Yeah. So... Um, creative yeah. endeavor. So. Yes, my creative endeavor, and <laughs> I. So I've I've been thinking a lot about that and how I'm going to use that as like a marketing tool for mm-hmm. that and to kind of share that with people I usually I usually wouldn't talk to or meet or know. Yeah. Um. So in that way, but also, I don't know. I used to just post like pretty things on Instagram. More so, I've been very like. Um, like, especially over the past year. The past year was, like, really big for me. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I do, but, like, it's just, yeah. I, I feel a little more sentiment, like, sentimental and, like, very aware of myself and, like, other things. And so I, I do a little more of, like, the... Personal stuff. The personal posting that I, per, like, previously wouldn't do. It would just be, like, cute picture and a bee emoji. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I wouldn't... But now I'm just, like, I'm... I don't know, I'm learning and growing, and, like, I like to share a lot of that, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's been more placement for, like, people are receptive more uh-huh. in the last year of yeah. personal stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. And I like to follow other people's personal stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to... It, it, like, it heightens the level of connection. Yes. Like, knowing that other people are there. I read, like, I never used to be this person, like, where I would, like, follow a lot of, like, positive, like kind of Instagram pages where it's just like positive thoughts and feelings and body positivity and all that stuff but a lot of the accounts I follow are just like do be the best you and do the best you and and like yeah. you're awesome and yeah like, ah yeah I am <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like I like you need that I like having that in my feed yeah because there's a lot going on yeah and sometimes I need to like also be like okay I'm doing like meaningful work and I'm like working on awesome projects and I have a lot of awesome things in my life and that's all good. Yeah. You need to like bring it back yeah. to earth a little bit because like, you can get crazy. Here. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, sometimes I have to just like not read Facebook and like oh, yeah. block things and just, th- just step away for a little bit. Yeah. I think that Instagram is the best platform in like one in like the, the big social media, you know, mm-hmm. things because there's so many like, you know, Tumblr and Behance and like all those little various like, specifically art websites but like Instagram is very much like you can hand select who you're yes, following yeah. whereas like nothing against the people we know in real life but like <laughs> Facebook is can be it's so toxic it can be yes. right especially right now in the climate of everything that's going on mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah sometimes I need to just see like a pretty little, things yeah pretty things and a blurb and like that's it that's it yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when I when I need to know how you feel about all the things, then I'll go on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, whenever, so the next kind of topic is, 
whenever you are like maybe losing inspiration or you're feeling kind of lost or like out of it like kind of how do you this may be on the same level of self-care bring yourself back into like creativity like are there things that you maybe go to or look at or research to like bring back your inspiration um or or and also where do you find inspiration um I find inspiration in food I love pretty food like I love pretty food Mm -hmm. and especially desserts so sometimes I'll just look at like you know a lot of people hate these but like going back to social media I'm just such one of those social media people but I like I'll watch a lot of those videos of like people making stuff Uh (laughs) um or like making fancy macaroons and stuff and then I just usually I think because I draw a lot of food too like Uh if I don't know what I'm doing I usually draw food (laughs) like not that I don't know what I'm doing but yeah if I if I don't really have an idea yet I'll draw food first because it's an easy thing to find and yeah. just draw from real life. It's recognizable. Yeah, and um, but if I don't even really feel like drawing yet, sometimes I just like need to watch a movie, like watch something that's really like beautiful, mm-hmm. um, or, like read a book too. Mm-hmm. I feel like reading is like super important, or listen to a podcast too, because I feel like sometimes sometimes I'm so caught up on like what does this thing look like, like the like you know, what does this artwork look like or this design that really, I need an idea, like, I need ideas. Like, how it's going to, like, kind of how it's going to communicate something. Exactly. And, like, maybe I should read or listen to somebody talk. TED Talks are always good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Do things that aren't art, like, like, coloring book. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just do something that's a little bit mindless for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, That kind of helps, I think. For me, at least. Yeah. 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 Do you have any advice for anyone, like, you know, kind of going on a creative path, whether it's, like, the beginning or if they're kind of, like, restarting now or, like, just kind of pursuing anything creative? It's a very wide question. Yeah. I think I've been really into the hustle lately. I was telling you earlier. Yeah. I'm really into this idea that you can only expect to achieve things if you like hustle really hard and you like work for them really hard Mm -hmm. and that goes for like everything in life um you like you can I think when I think back on like the past couple years I really wanted to like start this business and like do these things and have like big creative projects that I'm really proud of and that I'm working on Mm -hmm. and they didn't start until I started working on them (laughs) like Like, let me think stew about this for a few months I can think about them and dream about them and pine over them and be like oh I wish I was doing them but like hello you have to do them to do them yeah so um and if even like when they're far away like when they seem really far away like the dream job or the dream goal I feel like you just have to start. Like, even if the starting is small, you have to, like, start climbing the mm-hmm. ladder mm-hmm. because uh, you won't get there unless yeah. you do. Yeah, And sometimes that changes. Like, sometimes, like, you put time into something. Like, I did a semester of grad school and I decided, like, I didn't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't really regret that at all. I learned a lot of awesome things, met awesome people, and it was an experience I really appreciated and um, cherished. But I just decided that that wasn't what was right for me and then eventually found what was right for me. Yeah. So I don't think there's any harm in like trying new things or embracing new projects. Um, I think there is harm in not doing the things that you're wanting to do. Yeah. But you have to also, like we were saying earlier, you have to curate things for yourself. Like be okay with saying no sometimes, but say yes a lot. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say yes till you start figuring out and then you hit a wall and then you start <laughs> yeah, saying no. Start saying no. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Do you have like, any advice? Because I know we've already kind of talked about this in different ways, but like um, maybe tackling like rejection or like, I don't know, like, I don't know. You, yeah. you kind of get what I'm saying. Yes, I get it. Um, I think... Um, more like discouragement, I guess. Yeah. I think for me, there was like this point of maturity I reached where I kind of like, I know it's like cliche, but like, I don't really care. I don't care as much as I used to of what people like 
think of me or like of my artwork Mm -hmm. because that is very much like especially in academic like um spaces and like you know when you're creating work in in education you think a lot about like how is this going to be perceived by other people what are other people going to think like to a certain degree you need that you need to like know what how people see this other Mm -hmm. people's perspectives also you need to just be like this is what it is. This is what it is, and I'm very confident in that. And yeah, like I found my to, voice. Listen to it. Yes, exactly. And or like this is the this is the thing, and I love it, and I'm happy about it, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that's also like you have to that, but that takes a, like time to get there. I think I didn't get there for like a long time, mm-hmm. and I very much like you know had self doubt as everybody does. I yeah. still have self doubt, but yeah. like you have to be really careful with like negative things yeah. and just and also like don't beat yourself up like you're not that drawing like that's not you, like who you are yeah i mean it might be a, a part of you yeah and like part of you went into making that thing mm-hmm. but at the end of the day that's just a drawing and like if it's not great or if people don't like it or if somebody didn't want to buy it or whatever like who cares yeah you draw another one it. yeah like, make make another one make another one um so, yeah, you can't, like, it's not the end of the world and everything, like, keeps, the world keeps spinning. There's more jobs. There's more opportunities. Yeah. You gotta be your own, be your own you. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's, that's my, that wasn't even a very good phrase. <laughs> I was, like, trying to sum it up, but, you know. I, yeah, we got, we got you. You do you. You do Oh, my God, I have to share this. So, okay, the other day, it. I'm really into bullet journaling. Yeah. The other day, um, I was talking to my mom and we were talking about, like, all this kind of stuff and I just said, like, you have to do you, mom. And she's like, wow, Jen, thank you so much for that. Like, she thought, like, I made that phrase up. <laughs> and, like, she wrote in her bullet journal, like, in her quotes section, because she has, like, all these inspirations. Oh, your mom quotes. does it, too? Yeah, do you have that, too? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, bullet journaling. Yeah, we oh. both, I got her into it. Yeah. Which I'm very happy about. I yeah. try and get everyone into bullet journaling. Maybe but I'll try. But she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she sent me a picture, and it's, it said, you do you, in quotes, by, like, said by me, <laughs> Jen. And I'm like... Oh, mom, that's so nice. I didn't come up with that, but that's nice. But yeah, you do you. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun. I've never really gotten into bullet journaling just because I feel like I have anxiety about putting pen to paper. Oh. (laughs) I don't know why. You need to let that go. I know. (laughs) Like, anytime I get, like, a journal or... Oh, I see. You, like, don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, like, I got... A calendar where I'm writing all of my schedule for all of this down, mm-hmm. and it's in pencil because I'm like, you know, life happens. I need. I don't want to cross it. I'm so. I have so much, which is why I love working in web design because, like, <laughs> or like on the web because it with you know print graphic design. I mean, even prints in general. It's or just any, it's done now. It's, it's done. Yeah, yeah, it's finished. Where I'm just like, you can edit. Yeah. yeah. Or like, oh, I want to change that color or like <laughs> the space, that spacing or something. Maybe this will be good for you though. It'll put you out of your like comfort zone. I have, have such to, like, anxiety <laughs> about so, like even like this journal. I know we're going so off topic, but that this is like, like pen. It it is <laughs> it is. But um, this is like my my creation journal for this my whole you know, be with purpose thing. Uh-huh. And, but it's like a combination, but I don't, the thing is maybe this is kind of like my breaking out because <laughs> I don't want to rip out pages. Oh, good. So good. yeah, that, yeah, that's just, you can't do that. Yeah. Gotta let them in there. And good like, man. and I, so if, if I ever need paper, I don't take from here cause this is like sacred paper. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like getting to the, but bullet journaling just, I feel like that's too much for me oh, right now. Oh my God. It's so much organization. It's so fulfilling. Yeah. Maybe we can look at bullet journals after this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll show you mine. <laughs> All right. So while I have you here, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you might want to talk about? Um, oh my god. If not, you don't have to. It's such a well. Now spot. I have, like I have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know, Jackie. What's up with you? Like. <laughs> You stole um, my next question. Yeah. I was going to ask if you had any questions for me. Well, I do have a comment for you. Um, I know that you're really into One Tree Hill. Yes. I have not ever watched One Tree Hill, oh. but you make me want to pursue this because you love it like a yeah. lot. <laughs> so I have to, I think that's like my homework. I have to yeah. start One Tree Hill. Yeah. 
the title of my podcast and like the intro to my podcast in a bit is it's, One Tree Hill Related. That's why I'm saying I have to do this because I feel like it's not doing you justice. <laughs> I don't. I'm so flattered that you want to watch One Tree Hill because of me. But there is yeah. the character, like Hillary Burton's character, and like had such influence on me mm-hmm. because she was an artist. She was like a tortured artist. One thing she dealt with was death. Like, I've now watching it back, like, dealing with death and with a parent, with me, like, she had to deal with two parents dying. Um, and then she was really into music, and I'm really into music, and then she started her own, like, record label, and she was always going to shows and connecting with all of the people, which is, like, me. Like, I go to shows Jackie, and connect with... that's you. I know! <laughs> and it also, I were here. Hello! <laughs> Hello. But, Hello. anyways... Um, so that was a very random tangent. Thank you for bringing that up. I know, you're welcome. <laughs> I think that's it, right? I think we're kind of there, I think. I feel like this was really fun. Thank you for being oh, on here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks to anyone still listening to us. <laughs> yeah, if you got this far, congratulations. Yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah. 